Hey ladies, welcome to Let's Be Straight. How are you guys? Good, how are you? I'm great, how are you Leah? I'm good, how are you? How is uh, the weather over there in Baltimore? Because it is raining here in Jersey. It's cold here. Just cold, it's not raining? No. no, we had snow yesterday, so it's just cold now. Oh, that's annoying. All right, so I'm going to go around the table. Um, we're going to go over it. We're going to do a little different this time. I just want to do highs. I don't want to do lows of the week or the last two weeks. So um, I'll start. Mine's simple. I started back dance class again, and I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it so much. Oh, my God. Like, just going, it's just, oh, my God. Like, I, I don't know. I just missed it so much. I didn't realize it was missing in my life. Like, I just stopped going for, like, months. It just got, you know when you just get into a bad habit? Like, my, uh, one of my bad habits is, like, I'll come home from work and I just don't do anything but lay in bed, which is a terrible bad habit. Mm -hmm. So my other bad habit was I just would lay in bed and not go to dance class and just sleep. But, like, sometimes you just got to get up and do the shit. The, the hardest step, I feel like, with certain shit is just taking doing the, it. Just doing mm -hmm. it. Just get the right. first step to do it. So it's like I'm back again. My body's sore as fuck. <laughs> but... I missed it so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Leah, what was your high of the week or the last two weeks? Um, I took a day off of work last week. Mm -hmm. It's like a day of rest. So it was good not being able to worry about work. Like I was able to sleep in, cook breakfast, spend some time with my boyfriend. So it was good. What did you do? Breakfast, just tell my boyfriend, have some sex, you know, some Martin. Crazy, crazy sex? You went back to sleep? Yeah, after you have sex, you go back to sleep. Uh, yeah, I guess. I wouldn't know anything about that. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. <laughs> All right, Cece, what about you? Who's Cece? Hendrix. Oh, okay. Um, so, my high of the week is I decided to be in a relationship. I know this is like really big for me, <laughs> but who I'm in a relationship with is my business. I just want to just soak all my time and all my energy into that. And so when it's ready to be launched and everything is everything, <laughs> I will let y'all know so that y'all can check out my website or whatever. And yeah, that's basically my high. Oh, and I have another one um, that started today. I'm going to start listening to like church services online just to get the word. And I started that this morning. So, oh, that's really great. Nice. What was the word about this morning? The word was everything that's currently going on right now is preparing you for your future. So, Amen. every obstacle you've been through uh, yes. is preparing you. And then um, he also said that today is your past and tomorrow is your future. That's I was crazy. Shook. I'm like, are you speaking to me? Like, <laughs> did you set Preach this up for me? Stuff. Preach. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That I feel that. I feel that. I like that word. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, on a serious note, I want to go over a couple of things that have been going on in the past couple of weeks. Um, a couple of hot topics. That might not be so easy to talk about, but we're going to do it anyways. Um, we're going to brush through what's going on with Jesse Smollett. If you guys are familiar with him, he is 
he plays in the Empire. He's one of the sons, right? The Lion Boys. Yes. I think he's the middle one. Um, I don't really, I'm not up with Empire, but that's who he is. Um, and we're definitely going to talk about what's going on with R. Kelly. We're going to talk about the interviews with Gail. <laughs> what the fuck is Oprah and Gail doing? That's what I want to know. Oprah, Gail. We have some questions for yeah. y'all. <laughs> we're going to talk about the documentaries, even though the documentaries are a little older, but we're going to talk a, a little bit about that, brush through that. And then we're definitely going to get into Michael Jackson, which is like, I feel like, boom. Mm. Okay, so boom. This is what happened. Okay, so boom. Okay, so right. cat. <laughs> so boom, cat. So let's get into Jesse right now. Do we believe him? Do we believe that he got attacked? I believe mm. that Jesse did get attacked. You do? Yeah. Leah, do you believe that Jesse got attacked? I honestly don't know. I don't. Like, some days I believe it because I don't think anybody, I would hope nobody make up a lie or story that drastic that people. Like, people could have really went to war for him. And right. it's like, I would hope nobody did that. But at the same time, I just don't know. Because yeah, usually after a while, a video comes up. Something surfaces by now. Like, something. Like, something would have been, like, but there's no, there's nothing back in the story besides the two guys buying the stuff mm-hmm. he claimed to have used or wore to do this. Right. So I'm, not, I'm, I'm really undecided. Yeah, so you're undecided, and me and Cece, I believe, I want to believe that he did. I know that sounds bad, but I want to believe that he's telling the truth. That's what I should say. I want to believe that Jesse's telling the truth. Um, I watched a little bit of the interview. I'm not sure how long the actual interview was with Jesse, that his final, like, him finally doing an interview after everything. Um, in the interview, he says that um, America views gay men as weak. So he was hesitant to come out to the police. Ryan, can I ask your opinion real quick? Sure. (laughs) Um, Ryan is the engineer, so I asked him to chime in because I feel like we needed a black man's opinion. What are, what's your, do you, do you agree with that statement that he made about how America views gay men or black gay black men? As weak, yes. Uh, I think it's kind of like a, kind of like a stereotype, right? That people just kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, I think from the outside looking in, you'll just kind of believe it if you don't have any experience with it mm-hmm. yourself. I know. Right. Um, I guess. So I used to have dreadlocks back in the day. Okay. And when I used to live in Michigan, and then when I moved out here. I was, you know, I, a lot of the, uh, I got my hair styled by a man, a gay man, mm-hmm. and I didn't really feel any type of way about it. Right. I mean, he was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still cool to this day. I don't have locks anymore. Right. But um, I think it's kind of one of those things where if you don't, if you don't get exposed to it and you just kind of listen to the stereotypes, right? Then you'll just kind of go with that. Like he, like you, most people will that kind of believe in that will be kind of ignorant because right. they don't, you know, they maybe they they don't have any gay male friends. Mm-hmm. That's true. And so you don't get an inside look at what the truth is or how how you should mm-hmm. kind of look at it. Right. I totally agree with that. I saw something. Um, somebody post. Um, 
something on Instagram how I think he's I don't know if he's a teacher he works in a school he had a um he had two students one male student that came out as bisexual and then this other student that's the bully you know called him a faggot and guess what the bisexual student did he whooped his motherfucking ass. That's what he fucking did. So it's like not even weak as in the sense of like you can't sit there and say that shit. And then I don't know. That was that. But um, all right. Now, if Jesse was lying, what kind of impact do you think that would have on the LGBT community or the black community? Well... I don't think that he's lying, so I can't really answer that question because I don't believe I think, that he's lying. Okay. See, Aaliyah? I think what, as far as the black community, like, it, it even happened with Donald Trump. As soon as, like, the accusations of him being a liar came out, Donald Trump was the first person to tweet about it, like, oh, well, you accused MAGA supporters or you accused, you know. So it made it look like, oh, we're just trying to now put these people in a box that they're racist and that they're mm-hmm. want to hang us and all this stuff, all mag supporters. So you, you, you gave Trump something to talk about. And I think that was what we did not need as a black community, as people in general, we didn't need that. So like, I think if that is a lie, I, that's what you did on that behalf. Right. Like you gave him something to say against black people that were lying and that we just boxed MAGA, all Trump supporters, MAGA supporters as racist, mm-hmm. people who want to lynch us and all the other stuff. Right. But Gabe, I, you, it, that community is just not being, like, you guys are fighting so much on a daily basis with stuff or laws being made so y'all can be accepted or whatever, the LGBT, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. all like new things are happening for you guys as far as school, being put into schools now, like, the history of all that. Right. That's just making it harder. It's just not making something else. Like, oh, now, now y'all liars. Or now y'all just being extra because <laughs> you feel, you feel, you feel like nobody see you or nobody respects you. So let me make this, like, he, if he's lying, he just kind of put both, categories in a box where not to be trusted or to be felt like to feel some type of way right I yeah and I agree and it like I don't know it kind of it kind of hits hard as to like I really just hope he's not lying I want to believe him I want to believe him um and I feel like black men are already seen in America as a threat as a like as opposed to him saying gay men are, are you know seen as weak black men in this in this country are seen as a threat they're seen as intimidating so it's like if another black man does get attacked it's like is he is he lying it was it a race thing um it just it just brings up so many questions but i want to move on wait i feel um, like the public and the news is going to make they're going to put the story out how they want it to be perceived. Of course. They don't want these, whoever these white men are, to be attacked or be looked at as attackers or someone that was in the wrong. Weren't they black men? I thought that they were they white were men. men. They were, oh, they were no, black. They were oh, they were men. black. They were black men. Okay. All right. Jesse, he's already, he's been indicted for 60 char- 16 charges. Right. So it's not like. It was like a case that's going away. No, he's going to have to stand trial now because at some point, rather, what we don't know, they have some something to indict him mm-hmm. for 16 different charges. Right. So it's something that's going on that the public does not know yet. 
since we don't know, all we can do is make rumors and then spread right. things. But like they do know it was two black men who had who was the ones who attacked them. They were like so, they were from like aren't they from like an like they were like trainers or something like that. His trainers. Right. Right. And they found, like, so they say, I don't even know. You know what? It's like I'm finding my information out from the internet, too, in the news. So I can sit here and tell you they were black men. I can sit here and tell you they were his trainers. But at the end of the day, I don't fucking know. But I do believe that because he's in the public eye, he's a celebrity, he's an actor, he's also, um, he's gay and on the television show Empire, he is playing a gay role, and that's actually his real life. Right. So a lot of people take what they see on TV, like television shows, reality shows, as the real deal. Like certain people get attacked for roles that they play, but this is actually his life. Mm -hmm. So I feel like there are a lot of people that do not like gay men. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They'll be cool with gay girls, like, you right. know, lesbians, rather. But when it comes to a gay man, it freaks them out. It makes right. them disgusted. It makes them feel however. And so they want to attack somebody. But that's why I feel like he could have been attacked. Because people see him, they know the role that he plays, and they know his personal life, and they're gonna attack him based off of that. Oh, absolutely. That's like that's why he got attacked. If he got if he got attacked. But why are we saying if he got attacked? Because he got attacked. But we don't know if it was staged or if it was real. If he paid these people right. to do it to prove a point, we still we still don't know. You're you're gonna go hard and strong for your opinion, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, we're on the outside looking in. I don't know. I want to believe him. I want to believe him. I don't want to believe that he wouldn't lie about something like that. But at the end of the day, we never know. We are just listening to everybody's point of view. True. But I feel like the more people that say, well, if he is lying or he's lying or if he is lying, it makes it so much harder for his truth to be seen. So as would you truth. rather me say if he's telling the truth? I'd rather. It's if. Just... It's all if. Everything is if. But you that's, know, the, that's the only fact. That is an if. But if you if more on the he's lying side, then on the he's telling the truth side, it makes it so much harder for him to tell his truth and for people to believe it because everyone's now questioning what happened. Because there's so many holes in the story. It's not because, we're not questioning because he's gay or like we want to believe that he's lying. We're questioning because we're finding other shit. That's the only reason. But everybody has their opinion. None of it's facts. It's facts that we all have our opinion. Yeah, that's it. So. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fine. Um, um, let's go into let's go into our fucking Cali. Oh, I'm God. sorry. I'm sorry. It's, it's a, not even funny. It's not it's funny. Just uncomfortable as fuck. Like I can't. Like I'm, I'm cringing. <laughs> I'm laughing just because he's fucking ridiculous. Like I just think that he's fucking ridiculous, and I'm kind of nervous because like that's that's just that's just how I react. I don't know what else to do but laugh at him. Um, I saw. I didn't see too much. Uh, did anybody watch the full interview with Gail? Leah. Um, I think I did. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I did. <laughs> Cause there was so many like when I like did you I didn't watch the actual interview so I tried to like YouTube it so I seen like a fifteen minute fifteen sixteen minute interview so I think that was it but I'm not exactly sure okay because I know he like I don't know if he flipped or something but I know he stood up like I, I mm -hmm. think I saw the whole thing. Okay. Yeah, that's what I think that's what everybody when they think of the R Kelly interview they got that picture of Gail sitting ever so calmly staring at him like nigga 
sit the fuck down. You're lying. <laughs> and him just acting fucking out of control. Like, he cannot contain himself. Like, it looks like he flipped over a table or something. I don't know if he did, but his arm's in the air. And it's like, if you have to go to that... I think ex- that's why I'm confused. Right. Because you, I think I heard you say something about him flipping over a table. And I was like, I didn't see that part in the interview. I don't think he... I don't... It just looks like he did. Like, I don't know if he did. I didn't see it. But it's just... Oh, yeah, no, he did. Okay. But if you have to go to that extreme to try to prove yourself... And like I said, we said before, like, I feel like... It just looks crazy that he's sitting there getting his makeup done and he's looking into the camera and talking to us still like, you know, like, and I, you know, I've seen like the parodies of it. People are like, oh, make sure you get, make sure you get this cheek. Make sure you get this cheek. <laughs> like this shit is hilarious. It's not funny. It, like the, the situation itself, I'm sorry, is not funny. It's, it's a sad situation. It's scary. Um, especially because Cece, you have little sisters and little brothers. I have a daughter nieces and nephews and leah the same thing you have a godchild you have nieces and nephews it's just it's just fucking scary um and i feel like when they first started saying it's a they started they using the word cult and at first i was like cult i think you guys are like that's a little fucking extreme but then when i looked up the definition it's like basically being obsessed with a particular person or thing um and these women are literally they will Till the cows fucking come home, they will defend R. Kelly. Like, I don't know. Did anybody see the interview with the two girlfriends? I think it's Ezreal and Joycelyn or Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, did yeah. anybody, you guys saw that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one girl, um, I think Ezreal, she seemed like she was like angry at Gail. Like, did anybody else feel that way? Like, her body language was just, like, mad, like, defense defensive. mode. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's just defensive because, first of all, when you're dealing with somebody, period, in, like, a consensual relationship, mm-hmm. you defend them until the cows come home, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody cheats on you. It's like, nah, like, you still want like, that's still your man <laughs> right. or whatever. So when people are in situations like that, at some point there was some type of trust built, there was some type of relationship, there was some type of bond, whether it had been via threats or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. she's still going to defend. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think that's where that comes from. It's just like, it's, I can't. I know. And I think when she gets really defensive, it's like when Gail asks about their sex. Like, mm-hmm. as a female, you're not going to sit here. Well, like, she did have a point with that. She right. did get a little defensive. Mm-hmm. But like she said, like, you're a woman. Are you going to sit here and discuss you're about your sex um, life on national TV or somebody questioning you? So, mm-hmm. like, I get where she came from with that um, situation. But it's like, she was defensive. And I feel like if she wasn't there, Dawson Lynn. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't feel like she's, she, you can tell she was like the quiet one. Jocelyn, right? She did agree with everything. Yeah. She did agree with everything. She did, you know, she did stick up for him. Mm -hmm. But I also was hearing that like, cause you know, after the news report, like after they going back to like the TV, after they showed that they aired the, um, the interview, they were saying R. Kelly was near that vicinity. He was like, Mm -hmm. he was supposed to be like in the next room, but he was like still in that same, um. He was there. Room, yeah. And he was, like, coughing. So to make his presence known that he was around, mm-hmm. they said that he was doing. So it's just. Did you have something to say, Hendrix? I, I didn't know that he, I didn't know that he was around and that he was coughing. That's why she was acting yeah. like that. Exactly. Because she's scared. And whatever, like I said, those threats 
and whatever bond or whatever the dynamic is between the two of them, she needs to be in defense mode because he's there and he's listening and she knows that whatever he done said he was going to do, he could possibly <laughs> still do. Like, you know, when you fear somebody, yes. when you have fear and, oh, God, I can't. These poor babies, Ooh. these women. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's awful. It is. Um, back to Azrael, I was looking at her body language. Like I said, she was definitely on defense mode. Um, but she was, it's like she was angry before she even started the interview. Like, and it's almost as if she, you know, kind of blamed her parents. She's like, I'm kind of in this situation because of my parents. My parents wanted me to be taking these pictures and videos with R. Kelly. Um, maybe that's why I, I would be angry too. Cause it's just like, of course, a big scene now. And now I got to do it. Like, I'm already in this shit now. Like, because y'all I'm in this situation, and mm-hmm. now I have feelings for this man. Mm-hmm. Now I love him, and now you guys are causing a big fuss and making it even more public now. So now I had to relive all this shit that you originally put me into. So yeah. Do you, so do you do you believe that the parents did this? Like, do you think it's for I, money? Do you think it's for like I, clout? Like, what do you like? Do you think? Do you think? I hundred percent. I ninety. I would say. R. Kelly is at fault for this. If he is brainwashing them, however brainwash works, mm-hmm. he is. But that parent, those parents take eight. They need to take at least eighty percent of the blame. Right, it's not, it's not more. Right, like there's no like I was telling to you like yesterday when we were talking. There's no way in hell my mother is leaving me with no grown man. No, especially period. at seventeen. Y'all, <laughs> y'all already, y'all already knew he had a history. Whether I was 17, 18, I am 30 years old. My mother still. Would not, not leave you with R. Kelly. No. Yeah, like, my mother's like, oh, my R. Kelly want to take me, like, back to the studio. No. She, bitch, if you don't get your ass at home. 30, yeah. At 30, she's not letting that happen. No. I definitely believe that the parents are at fault. I'm not saying they don't love their child. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying it was money involved. Or right. She sold your daughter for fame. Or money. Right. Either one. There's, That's what you did. There's definitely, like, in All the All be- those tears, they're crying. I don't feel like y'all did that. I, I don't think... My thing is, as a parent, they probably were chasing one thing. They were chasing, like, they wanted their baby to be famous, so they were chasing that. They were chasing fame and fortune and all that stuff. And then it turned into something that they did not even think that would be in the cards that they were dealt. Like, they just didn't think that this would happen. So, that I like, I do feel bad. But in the same breath, you're right. Like, I'm not letting my... I don't know how old she was, 16? as a parent. Yeah. As a no. Parent. I'm not letting my daughter go on stage, like, with R. Kelly. I'm not, I'm not doing none of that. But, like... Let's. I'm gonna stop for a second and rewind. R. Kelly's definitely at fault, but if you dissect it even more, and I hate to say it, I don't want it to come off the wrong way. I'm not defending him in no way, shape, or form. R. Kelly is also a victim if you really think about it. Not now. Okay, how so? He was abused as a child. Now he's not at a, what age? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm just wondering. I don't remember. But it was in the documentaries. He was abused. It, it was, was like. From, and so he was like 12 or something like 12? that. 12? From like 7 to 12 or something like it was a couple years. Right. Because his brother was also. Right. Yeah, his younger brother, right? Was also yeah. molested. Um, And his older brother is just sick. I don't know what he, what is the older brother in jail for? whole bunch of stuff well he need to stay there too they they in the same they in the same um jail right that's crazy but um yeah 
there's just clearly like something going on in that family, like mentally, some kind of mental sickness and disease for some whoever the family member was to molest him and his brother um, to do that to them. And Ryan, you heard, may, they said it was his sister or something, like his older sister. Or something. I I think we assume that it's the sister because they talked about the no, sister. One of the bro- one of the one of the oh the younger brother said it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was because like it's like they showed a picture of the sister in the whole family, but the sister was nowhere in the documentary. It's like she wanted nothing to do with it, or she's I don't know if she's here or not here, or just like ashamed. I don't know, whatever. So thinking back to that, I just want everybody to think about that too. Um, the power of healing is so important. So as a child, twelve year old child, he never dealt. He must have never dealt with what he went through ryan like you you had a really good analogy can you like can you go over that again i liked it sure um (laughs) basically what i was saying a little bit earlier was so we kind of have these i feel like as humans we have these windows in our life Mm -hmm. or these developmental periods where certain experiences will have a bigger impact on us Mm -hmm. so like the best example I was using, I was using earlier, was um, like the birds of prey, basically. So like your falcons, your owls, your hawks, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes in nature, what'll happen is maybe, maybe they fall out the nest, they hit the ground or something, then a human walks by and oh, I'm gonna take this little birdie to the to an animal rescue center or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this bird is gonna need to know how to hunt and fend for itself because it's a bird of prey. It, it, flies around it kills shit that's it's, what it's supposed to do yeah, naturally that's what it's supposed to do but yeah. now you have this human taking care of it during this window of its life where it might not gain that skill right and so it will take this human taking care of it as normal and so then you know if you put this bird back out to the to the nature it's probably going to die right so in the case of r kelly it's probably a period of his life where these things were happening to him mm-hmm. and they weren't corrected or intervened with right and as he moved forward in his life it was just normal when you don't know what right or wrong is and no one's stepping in and saying hey that's wrong let's correct this he just kind of kept going with it normal so now he's a grown-ass man touching little girls and when you look at him his response the way he's acting is he's like what yeah, like what did I He's do like, wrong? What? what did I do wrong? And I think it's because whatever was happening to him went on for so long and uncorrected for so long that now that's just that's just him. That's his norm. That's his normal. And I guess when you get old, when you get to a certain point, you can't turn it off. It's gonna or it's gonna be much harder to turn it off. You know, not saying that oh, we should have sympathy for them. But mm-hmm. it's just kind of one of those things that happens. I think it happens in, in nature. It's like we have these developmental periods. Um, certain experiences will impact us more. Mm-hmm. And then we'll just take that with us. And then it's like, oh, well, you know, I was doing this for so long and I wasn't corrected. It's got to be right, right? Right. And then somebody else tells you, no, that's wrong. And now you're like, that's wrong. Are you sure? What do you mean? <laughs> I don't feel I'm wrong. So. I- Stuff I like do that. agree with that. Too. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Because, like I said, like once once he like the whole trial thing situation did happen, he he stopped going. Like we know for a fact he was dealing with Aaliyah or whoever. As, but once he like 
was that whole trial. Like, he's kept it at 17, 18. He, you, you won't ever hear him say anything or anyone ever come out as a kid. They're like 18, 17, mm-hmm. 19, mm-hmm. or whatever. So he he might not have known, but when he got an idea, like, oh, this might, and that, this is an assumption, maybe that's where he started to filter, like, the age range. Because once he found out, oh, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. He he got a little older. He stayed with a 17, 18-year-old and 19. But also some people in that documentary, don't forget, they were like 30 years old and 35 years old talking about they didn't know. So a lot of like, it, it just gets messy. Like that's where the messiness comes from because you can't tell me you're 35 years old when you meet R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. That whole court situation happened in 2006. Mm-hmm. I was 18 and I knew about it. So... How did you not know at 30 years old? How right. did you get yourself even into that predicament? And you were a radio host, one of them. One of them was a radio host. So you were in the entertainment. And mm-hmm. you somebody you didn't know. You set yourself up. Like, that's where it gets tricky with the fame and the money. And right. that goes also with the parents. It's like people do a lot of this stuff for clout and for fame or to be seen. It makes it hard to believe when... This shit is really going on. Like, shit like this is really happening to people and young girls and men and everybody. So it's just like when somebody comes out when it's holes in a story or when this just doesn't seem realistic, it's hard to believe. Or understand that nature. Like, it's, it's natural to have second thoughts about somebody because what person in their right mind at 35 years old is going to let R. Kelly do that? I don't, yeah. I I feel like there's a lot of holes, there's a lot of people at fault, and there's a lot of people that don't want to own up to the fault that they had. First of all, if this man had underage girls in his hotel room, at his house, whether the parents allowed them to be there, when you're a celebrity... When you are of a certain caliber, there's always people in your house. You literally have a personal assistant. Mm-hmm. You have a maid. Right. There's somebody that's always there because there's someone that knows your schedule because they put it together. Right. They made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they put those beds in that room for those girls to be there. Like, and that's don't what, tell yeah. me that people don't know what's going right. on. You you scheduled this. You ordered those beds <laughs> and you had them delivered. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you signed for the fucking package. Like, you knew what was up. That, and that's what I was going to get into. It gets so it gets even more complicated because he's R. Kelly. So he no, has. A, I don't care. People walked in that house and they knew where to direct somebody. You know, no, when you have a house no. party, everyone can put their coats over here. I agree. Okay, this is for the fourteen-year-olds to come because he's going to have sex with them. <laughs> like everybody knew what was going on. So don't sit here and tell me like, oh, <laughs> like no. Somebody knew whether okay, fine. The parents were at fault because they allowed them there. Okay, fine. Now who what else about, is at right, fault? Exactly because you're constructing it. You're putting it together. Exactly. His assistants, the people in his band, everybody. Like everybody that's what makes it ten times sicker. On. It makes it ten times sicker because y'all are grown and you see this and. I'm going to even... You don't hear the sounds coming from the room? It's a soundproof room? (laughs) Like, you don't hear him, like... Even even Sparkle, like, the one who claims that was her niece in the video. Oh, my God. When her first doing that interview, she said, oh, I brought my niece, because my niece wanted to get into the music industry. So I brought my niece into the studio, but I did not take my eyes off her for a second. Why? You felt like you had to watch your niece every move and where she was at, because you knew something was up, but you still introduced your niece to this man for fame 
Like, you did mm-hmm. that. Like, you right. brought this into your niece's life. Yes, the parents probably allowed it for even go on longer because, like, her dad was, like, end up, coming, end up becoming his, like, guitar player or something like that. So, like, but that's why the parents denied it. Well, the parents denied it. Then Sparkle, her aunt, um, claimed it was her, but everybody else claimed it wasn't her. Um, My thing is, you did this. You knew what he was about, and you still introduced your niece to that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I want to cross over into even what's going on with Michael Jackson. Before you get there, though, okay, because this is just in general, all in all, in the in the life, there's a lot of people that have these weird sexual fetishes. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. And then it happens to be with little kids. Like, to be honest with you, there's a lot of child pornography, period. That means that there's a lot of people yeah. watching it. Yeah. So that means that there's a lot of men, women, whoever, they have these weird ass fetishes and they need to seek help because it's not okay, mm-hmm. but they don't. And so it happens that in the music industry, like even B2K, they were sexually... Um, like they had, uh, and I don't know, but I think their manager or their tour, whoever yeah. molested them. And like, that's sad as fuck. And I think it just happens because people have these weird fetishes. And it just happens to be that in the music industry, child artists or whoever get taken advantage of by these men. And then they end up or in the women. public eye. Or women. And it's just sad and it's scary and it happens every day. These just like right. Michael Jackson and R. Kelly and whoever else, they just happen to be Yeah, absolutely in the in public, the public yeah, eye. But this shit literally happens every, every day. day. There's little girls that are getting molested by their father. Oh, absolutely. Like absolutely. this shit is just yeah. deeper than like, oh, it's R. Kelly. There's mad other people currently going through it and they can't say nothing because money's involved. Or but because how do you feel about that like people are saying for is that um the two white gentlemen who's also accused of um I guess child pornography. What's his name? Weinstein, Harry Winston or something like that. You guys know what I'm talking about? The the one that there's that picture that Nick Cannon posted with Oprah kissing him or something like that? Yeah. On the cheek. Like, but it's his documentary or right. what do you think like that? Right. Um, I it's just. Is it, like, is, it because, is it because they're black men that you want to? They, the there's documentary. Uh, apparently, there's. I didn't see it, Harvey but there's doc. Back. Yeah, there's documentary on him. There already is. It's just that, like, right now. I mean, if you look for it, I'm sure you can find it, but you have to want to look for it. Right now, these two people are. Not to say that nobody cares about him, but R. Kelly is R. Kelly, and Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson, and that, like, I'm I'm gonna tie that in right now with being in the public eye. First of all, how about we're gonna start off with this again. Michael Jackson, do we believe that these boys... Um, yes. What? I believe it. Believe what? I didn't even finish. Do I believe? Do you believe they're lying or telling the truth? Oh, sorry. <laughs> so what do you believe? I believe that Michael Jackson did um, those terrible things to those little boys. Okay. That is what I believe. And it all starts from a mental... Um, it all starts from the mental, like... Children are precious. They don't know anything. They don't know any better. They only know what is taught. So if you teach a child something, they're going to go with it. They're so impressionable, especially at that age. 
like seven and he to twelve. That. Yes, and I'm 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 sick of using the excuse of he didn't have a childhood. Fuck out of here! I don't give a fuck. Like he was probably touched as a child, and so course. the behaviors just right. continue. Right. But he knew it was wrong, and he knew how to address it. However, who knew? Again, there's people. He's Michael Jackson. Right. There were people that knew that that door was locked. Exactly. There were people that, like, exactly. come on. Exactly. This is That's ridiculous. what I wanted to tie it into. It's just like, he's Michael Jackson, and this one's R. Kelly. So people are like, they are seeing it, but it's kind of like, I'm going to pretend that it's normal. So it No, they're going to turn okay. their heads because they still want to get paid. Right. And with Michael Jackson, with the situation with Michael Jackson, I'm still like, I'm kind of up in the air about it. I want to... I don't want to believe it. But at the end of the day, I think I don't want to believe it because he's Michael Jackson. And So I now think, you're just like everyone else. No. I'm saying I don't want to believe it. I'm not saying I don't why believe do you, it. Truth, why do you believe so much? Like, why do you 100% believe that Michael Jackson did this? Because his boy said it? Like, why, do you, why do you believe that? Like, why are you so diehard he did that? Because I believe the, I believe the boys. I believe the boys, Why? period, because I just do. If Why? my little sister told me some shit, I would believe her. If another but child you know says something. You little sister. You, you're raised in a house. You know your sister. So if your sister tell you that, of course you believe her. You don't know these men. Why you believe that they, they are telling the truth? Because when the child first came out and those younger boys, I well, they're older now, but at the time, I think they were like 11 or 12 years old. Mm-hmm. We have to look at it as how old were they when they first started going over his house? Like six and seven okay. and so eight. So we're talking about six-year-old fetuses to eleven <laughs> that have but, been groomed. Um, but listen, but as, if you listen to Officer at twenty-two, he still denied it because so from six man, from six to twenty-two. But from six to twenty-two, we have to look at the length of how long Michael Jackson has been manipulating these kids. From six to twenty-two, and let's get no, to this. He let's let... for, He wasn't. He wasn't doing it from six to twenty-two. But when he was asked about it when he was twenty-two, he still denied it. Let's he get into. Let's get into how Michael Jackson even had the opportunity to do these to these kids because these fucking parents. What the fuck is wrong with these parents? Like exactly. Why is it? Why are you letting as a grown man? You're twenty-two and you're still saying that he didn't do it, but now all of a sudden, 10 years later, as if this man is dead, can't speak, and you're going to say, you're going to do a documentary saying that you lied at 22? Right. It's another situation where it's just like, holes, like, why are you coming out now? Because it's not to serve justice, because the man's six feet under. And I'm not saying I don't believe them, because I would never, like, that's hard. That's a hard thing to sit there and talk about. That's, like, it's disgusting for them to talk about, like, literally, and... They're talking about being a seven-year-old and Michael Jackson putting their his mouth on their seven-year-old penis. This is too much for me. I'm just saying. All I know <laughs> is um, one of the boys that's now a man mm -hmm. has seen a therapist and has been seeing a therapist. He thought that everything that was happening, right. that was normal. Like right. That's his story. That's his story. Right. And that's how he felt. Like, it was normal because for all these years, from childhood until teenager, until adult, he's thinking that this is okay. It wasn't until he had his own kid and he saw his right. kid and he's like, wait, uh-uh. Right. And then it hit him. Mm -hmm. 
And like I said, like to go back to you questioning me, I don't, I'm not like everybody else. It's just like, you have to put your bias to the side. And I am because it's like you as like as a fan of Michael Jackson, it sounds stupid. Let's, like I said earlier, like if Beyonce said to me, hey, I'm going to give your kid an opportunity to work with me. But, you know, just leave just leave your daughter with me. Just and you know, she'll sleep in my bed. I love Beyonce, but my daughter is not sleeping in the same bed with Beyonce. Beyonce, go sleep next to Blue. Like, you know what I mean? Go sleep with your child. Not to say go molest your child, but it's just like, how are these, how are these parents, what is going, what's missing? What's missing? Money, 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 money. Your child though, there's no amount of money for my child. In Africa, okay, in Africa and other countries, someone can walk up to you and be like, I'll buy your daughter. I understand that, but we're not in Africa. We're in fucking America. That's it's kind of the same thing. Money, it's not. money, money, it, fame. It's disgusting. Like money and fame. That's the root of all of this. So you can do whatever you want as long as you got some money for it. You think I'm gonna let my six year old kid go sleep over somebody's house? I don't no sleepovers. Basically. Until the until the money runs out and that's when it becomes an issue. Right, that's when right. they wanna be an outrage. And that's when they wanna go to the news. When it becomes a the money runs out. That's when it's Great, and that's when it's oh, I didn't know anything was wrong because it was Michael Jackson. Like, mm-hmm. no, you knew something was wrong. <laughs> you knew <laughs> that door was locked, and you knew that your child was in it. You knew that right. you saw something red in his butt. Like, stop playing with me. Mm-hmm. You wash your kids up. You know what's up. Mm-hmm. Why does this look like this? Right. Period. Like, there's no way, and you know your kid. Like, Crystal, you have a daughter. Right. Janiyah. If her behavior was off, you oh, would know. Oh, yeah, yeah. If she walked funny, you would know. If When she started to pee, it was going in a different angle, you would know because that's your child. So there's no way that these parents didn't know what was up. Period. It's, it's like it's like closing closing your eyes again. Like, I don't, like, I see it, but, like, I'm going to pretend I don't see it because my child didn't say it. They didn't say it. And nobody else is saying it with their mouth, so it's not happening kind of thing. And I feel like, um, like I said... I don't want to believe it because I love Michael Jackson. I just you just want to believe that like, you know, you hear his songs versus and even as a community, even as a, a country community or just the black community, I saw a lot more people like people were like, why are we even worried about R. Kelly right now when this shit's been going on? That's what people said. Nobody ever denied that he did anything. Nobody ever thought that he was he didn't do it. They think that everybody thinks he's guilty. But with the case of Michael Jackson, because he's Michael Jackson, there's I see a lot more biases. Like I see a lot more people saying I'm not going to even watch it because I don't want to taint what my image of Michael Jackson is in my head, which is sad, which is like I watched it because of that, because I don't want to turn a blind eye to it. I don't want to um, be like those parents. I want to I want I want to see I want to be able to say I saw everything that I have all the information that I could possibly get because the only other information that I could possibly get was if I was there. So I'm informed. But um, I think it's crazy. Like, why do we why do you guys think that? um, Well, I guess I know the answer to the question why there's like such a bias. Like people want to not believe that Michael Jackson did it, and I think it's also it has so something to do with they don't have it. to deal with it, right? For themselves, for their own selfish reasons. Like with R. Kelly, R. Kelly was talking about in his songs bumping and grinding and fucking this one and doing this it one. Ain't nothing but a number, right? Like right. He was talking about that stuff in his song where Michael Jackson was talking about. You know, it doesn't matter if my baby's black or white and change the world, make it a better place. I'm looking at the man in the mirror. Like I feel like it's just like you know, you get what I'm saying. Like his music was different 
But he also didn't write the songs. Let's be clear. It doesn't like, fucking matter. But it does matter. No, it doesn't. Because there's people that write these songs and you just go perform as I understand artist. that. But he could be he could be doing the same thing as R. Kelly. You think that Michael Jackson wasn't a horny little fuck? Clearly. No, 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 no. no. I do agree with that. But they just had two different types of music. Like right. R. Kelly. Was, but I'm, what I'm saying is that's why I feel like I believe. It, does, it doesn't matter about the music, I feel like. Because in the black community, Michael Jackson and R. Kelly, like, obviously... R. Kelly's no Michael Jackson. Right. But everybody loves R. Kelly just as, like, almost like R. Kelly has made his stand in the black community. Right. So, yes, he's singing about bumping and grinding. It's not we are the world, but he still has the same effect because, oh, yes, we're not the world, but I sure made my baby to that song. So, like, <laughs> he has that same, you know, exposure, yeah. right. same love. Right. But I just feel like, like you said, like, R. Kelly is not no Michael Jackson. And it's just, it's, I saw more, at least I'm speaking on my timeline or just people in general, just like, even at work, like, I feel like R. Kelly is ours as black people. Not to say white people don't listen to him, but R. Kelly's ours. Like, he's the R&B, like the king of R&B. Like, whereas in Michael Jackson, he's the king of pop. So you get with Michael Jackson, when I'm at work, I have an Asian doctor, an Indian co-worker, and then a white girl, an Italian girl, telling me about, like, they watched R. Kelly, too, but Michael Jackson, they don't want to believe. Nobody wants to believe it. You know what I mean? And that's what I was saying, too. I'm not saying that these boys are lying, because I would hate, I couldn't imagine coming out on something like that, but, like, you just, it's just, you just don't want it to be the truth. And I, that's kind of, that's it's selfish in a way. I, I don't. I you don't. don't. Wanna, like, I just, like, I know I don't want it to be the truth. But, like, the thing is, like, we all, like I said, like you said before, everybody knows what's been going on with R. Kelly. So there's not, like, a really a shock. And now we just get more details. Like, we get we get more details of it. So I'm not, it's not that I don't want it to be R. Kelly. I hate that him, but it's him. Shit, like, he's going to go to jail. Whatever. Wait, Michael, and my thing is, Michael's not here. Right, exactly. Not making it saying that it's okay. Right. Now, if Michael was here and he was able to do an interview or we was able to, you know, actually even get justice for this, if this is true, where he can go to jail or something like that, that will be another story. He's not here. He's been dead 10 years. Your point, and if this makes them feel better by coming out and making this documentary, hey, I guess this for them. But my thing is I don't 100% believe them because at the end of the day, and I, you know what? I don't believe them, but I don't want to say they had their chance because I can't tell a victim how long they have to right. speak up about it. Mm-hmm. I had never been that exactly. In that situation. So I can't, I, I can't say, oh, well, you're 22, you still done. I don't want to say that, but at the same time, I don't 100% believe you. So, and it might be because I'm just being biased. Or at the same time, I it's just the parents, like the parents are killing it for me. Like I just, I can't like, and I know they shouldn't have to get all this backlash because their parents let them. Like, this stupid shit happened, but it's just, like, at seven years old, those parents should have took, like, their kid out, their sons out of that situation. But now, now that they stayed in it and then just hearing them talk, I just feel like, I just always feel like somebody's trying to get money out of somebody. So, like, I just think it's, like, conspiracy. Like, you're just trying to be seen now. Like, you're just one crowd. You want to be back in the news. You want to be, you're looking for something. Because I'm pretty sure one of them, after the abuse and everything was all said and done, try to get a job with Michael Jackson's um, association, like his tour or something like that. Like, he tried to actually work for them. And that's what Oprah even asked. Like, hey, why would you even try to go work for them if this happened to you? And you knew it happened to you at this point. You knew it was abuse at this point. You knew that 
what you what he did was wrong, but you still tried to go work for him. Right. Like, what sense does that make? My only issue is we're gonna wrap it up. Um, but my only issue is with it at this point is is it what are we doing it for? Is it I guess for the truth to be told even though like you said they did have their chance but we can't we also can't speak on that because we we haven't been victims thank thank god um in that circumstance um but the man's dead um he can't be he's he's dead he can't like be go to court now and be put in jail it's still wrong it's wrong but um that's that wait i have one last thing to say Although he's dead, the problems that are within all of these little boys and the issues that are within those girls and everything, like, they have to live with that for the rest of their lives. And the Mm -hmm. behavior might repeat itself. And that's the scariest part about it. Of course. True. All right, ladies. I I actually, I'm glad that we all had, like, different opinions, like, in everything. Ryan, thank you for joining us. I really, I really appreciate you. No problem. <laughs> All right, ladies. It was great talking to you. And um, we'll catch you guys on the next episode of Let's Be Straight. Bye. Bye.